0: This is a bit new. It is a bit new. A bit more spacious now because the computer is now on the end of the desk, which I don't think you'll see after the post. I'm not sure, but we've got a we've got some new tech. We're yeah. slowly moving up in the podcasting world. Yush has a new microphone. It's so pretty. Would you like to display it for the camera? Yeah, yeah. We got a we got a Yeti blue. Uh, I think it's just a classic. So you're currently operating there with the classic Yeti.
1: Classic. Because I'm a classic.
0: You're just so classic, and I'm using the uh, the Yeti the Yeti X. Yeah. So mine, yes, is is a bit better. The OG you microphones, a little bit say better.
1: That, didn't you? <laughs> you just
0: had to? <laughs> oh look, it's it's better when wielded by someone who actually knows sound and and stuff. <laughs> for us, <laughs> I don't think it makes much difference. But <laughs> mm. well, we both have our own microphones now, which is really exciting. We. So, after uh, a couple of episodes ago where we're talking about how it is safe to spend money again, <laughs> we went and spent some money. So, that was so, that, that was, was a, lot, a of lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, we bought shoes. Yeah. We bought shoes for me, bought shoes for you. <laughs> 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 this <laughs> is just a, an episode of Show & Tell. Look what <laughs> we spent our money on. <laughs> uh, so, we, yeah, we bought the microphone. We also bought a tripod. Yep. So, now your phone, which is recording you, is on a tripod. Mm-hmm. As opposed to a stool and a stack of books, so yeah. we're we're slowly getting more and more uh, professional, perhaps <laughs> if uh, if I use that word very in One the ten. a very loose sense. Nice. <laughs> so my phone is now I, we're now recording off my phone as well instead of just the computer. So now we've got both phones recording, mm-hmm. and my phone is sitting on the ottoman on top of my diary on a attached to a ring light. So Still
1: not ideal, but
0: but so we are moving because you know what my money spending didn't end there. Oh, it
1: didn't. It sure didn't. Honey, what did you buy? What else so, did you buy?
0: When I got home, I was far too excited, and I bought two boom arms on eBay. Okay. So the microphones are going to be off the table soon. <laughs> so I hope they should should it's arrive kind of nice, though, should arrive within the next week. I don't, know,
1: I don't know how it's going to be. Like. We'll
0: see. Yeah. We'll we'll ultimately see, but I did buy the two boom arms, so they're the arms. For those who don't know, they're the arms that you can you can clip them onto the table, and they they lift the microphone up off. So and then you can you know all the all the all the pros sort of have the have boom arm microphones, yep. so it's like in front of you, and it's not on the table. So if you're doing stuff on the table, you know the bump is not going to come up on the microphone. So it just frees frees your the space directly in front of you up for stuff. Sure. So it's kind of like practical, for
1: like hand gestures the way we talk with our
0: hands, is that what you mean? Uh, I mean, if I've got like a, my notes on the table in front you of don't me. You do
1: have notes today.
0: Well, no, I mean, I figured, you know, let's, this is let's talk about our new tech. I mean, there's a few things to sort of to talk about too because we did miss a day yeah. because it was my sister's wedding on Sunday so we didn't get to record our Monday episode. So now we're back on the Wednesday, really excited to be back. And it was on the Monday morning that we bought all our new tech. So I also bought another tripod. So soon... Hopefully within a week we'll have the boom arms, microphones up off the table on the on the arms, which will be really awesome, and the a second tripod there. So we'll have almost a professional setup. Really. The the only thing after that is just for us to ha- have a proper studio space where we set up our backdrops, which that I'm really excited for.
1: That's happening soon. The tiles are all down in the house. They are. Floors are down.
0: Fingers fingers mm. crossed. It happens sooner rather than later, but we will see. Yes. Because Can we also
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> We had a look around while we were spending money at sort of house things.
1: Oh, that was fun. Yeah, I wrote a, another big list.
0: Did. Yeah. But it was yeah. good because
1: I went around like, oh, I didn't think of that before.
0: One of the one of the ones it's I got the most excited about was just it was like a silicon thing at Kmart that you just put over over the sink. And it's like a, an extra an extra drying rack for your dishes over the over the sink. It's
1: not like extra, it's just that's the drying rack. You just yeah. put it so it drips into the the sink rather than
0: on Well, the- we'll have the drip the drip tray. That will go over that normal portion of the sink where you put all the dishes, but uh-huh. then have an additional if we have more dishes than usual. But then also don't forget, don't forget we have a dishwasher, yeah. which I actually forget. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> that's why I'm like, we don't need additional honey. That can just be it. That's so true. If we have just the, the extra, the extra dishes will be those that we do by hand, mm. which we can just put in the other sink.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's very true. That, that's uh, that, that excites me a lot. Yeah. I don't know
1: if that's exciting for anyone listening. Probably not.
0: <laughs> probably not. But we are, we're slowly accumulating things for the house. So, like, uh, do, I don't know if we spoke about. I know, I know a long time ago we spoke about being sustainable and doing things on a, more on a budget, mm-hmm. but also more organically, so that we know exactly what's in the products we're using. I don't know if we actually mentioned the fact that we bought Castile soap and we've been mm-hmm. experimenting with bath wash and hand wash.
1: We bought it. Well, anyway, we got Castile soap,
0: <laughs> mm. which
1: I'm really excited about. It's very strong, very potent. Probably wouldn't use it on my skin, which we are using at the moment. But What do you mean? Okay. The peppermint is really strong.
0: Oh, the flavor.
1: The, yeah, the scent.
0: Yeah, whatever.
1: Because there's a lavender one. But I'd rather get if we didn't use it on the body because I'm still not sure yet because it r- really dries the skin out.
0: If it's really, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, potent, potent, yeah then, you know, maybe it just needs to be watered down a little bit it more. It is
1: pretty watered down already. It maybe it needs to be watered so down So I think more. it – okay. Um, <laughs> no, because my skin has been extremely dry. That's what soap does. It just kind of dries any skin. So we need like an exfoliating kind of ritual routine as well. So maybe like brown sugar and coconut oil and honey. That's a good um, body scrub, like DIY body scrub. And um, what else? No, just a couple of uh, – I for the face. Just needed something for the face as well. Yeah, it's just something a little bit more gentle because the castile soap like, is pretty potent.
0: Yes, it is. It is very potent, but, but I would awesome, um, really cool. I'm, I'm loving beautiful. using it.
1: I like the peppermint for like house uh, for house cleaning stuff because like, it's just everything's so invigorating. Although I do feel very invigorated after the shower, <laughs> I will say my body's like, "Ooh, I'm awake," because mm. all the peppermint's like, Ooh, "Just like, I don't know, something happens."
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I feel it's really refreshing. I like I like the peppermint stuff. I like smelling like peppermint. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Yeah. Plus, I do. I feel nice and clean coming out. And <laughs> it's way more. It's 130 bucks for how big three is the, liters. Three liters, and you don't that, need that much. We've been using it for two weeks. Yeah, two weeks, right? And so you you only need how much did you put into that little squeezy bottle? Um,
1: for that squeezy bottle, uh, pump bottle, the pump bottle, uh. Half a cup or a quarter cup.
0: So a quarter cup of three liters went into that pump D- bottle, depends, and we
1: yeah depends on the uh, I probably I would say half half a cup just because I did two portions in there.
0: Right. Okay. So let's say half cup. Yeah. Sure. It
1: still is. Pretty-
0: it's not much, <laughs> right? And yeah. went into the pump bottle, and we've been using it for a week and a half, maybe two weeks, and we've probably still only used like I not that much of it, yeah. maybe the top like one eighth of it.
1: And you put honey in it as well, so that it also lotions up the. Mm. But it still doesn't really overpower the peppermint. But it's just—it's just, it's just good, it's
0: good. It seems like it's really good stuff that just is going to last a freaking very long time, yeah. as opposed to dropping ten to twenty bucks on a on a two liter bottle of bath wash yeah. that's gone within three weeks, yeah. you know. So yeah. that that excited me very much. It oh, is. That's cool. I've we've Talked about it.
1: No, I don't think so. Everything just feels a lot cleaner. Just like oh, like cleaner is in like healthier. Sorry, healthy, mm. healthy, clean. Not toxic
0: clean. Yeah, yeah. It's everything <laughs> smells fresher and nicer, yeah. and more. You know, it's more fragrant. <laughs> yeah, I I enjoy it. I just wanted to mention quickly. So because we are on a on a different setup now. Now that we've got the two microphones, I downloaded a piece of software called Voice Meter. So this is just 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 for people listening. Just to just to be open with the sort of process that we're going through. Uh, and that allows us to, if as long as that's running in the background, it allows us to have two microphones connected. And then with Audacity, which I use to record the audio, I just have as the main audio input that voice meter software. So that's how we're currently running the two microphones. Now, how I have been doing it with the microphones is you can have a pre-preset adjustments on the microphone levels. So, like like gain and noise reduction, uh, like de-popping. Mm-hmm. So, like a p-p-p-p-p sound. In
1: there.
0: <laughs> I don't know if like, they might sort of do it because we're closer now. But on Ooh, the boom, the boom spinned. arms actually come with their own pop filter.
1: Ooh. Yeah. so oh, that, that thing at the
0: front? Yeah, the circle thing that goes over the microphone. Uh, like D S, So, the really high-pitched oh. thing that you get with it on your S's. I think that's what that is. Anyway, there's a whole bunch of pre adjustments that you can make uh, because of the microphones. Their the parent company uh, has its own software that you can do all this on. You've got Logitech. Logitech. And so I just open up that as well. It's called G Hub. I open that up and I have all the We're presets also that are not there. In no, 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 no. This is just not what we much use. Much yeah. Maybe, maybe they should sponsor us. Yeah, uh, they should send us out a leg. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, anyway. Maybe
1: they'll reimburse us. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> mm. No, it's okay.
0: If if only we had some income coming in from this, because cool, could have been a tax deduction. Anyway, so now hopefully I can actually have two microphones having their own different presets on that software. I'm not 100% sure. So hopefully the audio quality hasn't been entirely sacrificed for this episode. And the other thing is too, now that we're using my phone as well, there should be enough space on my phone. The quality should be good. But things are slightly different this time around because we're sort of upgrading and we're still getting used to it all. So if there is a slight drop in quality, apologies, I am... You know, trying to get a acc- acc- very accustomed to yeah. you now a new way of sort of doing it. But more or less this is it, right? The
1: process goes on.
0: Everything from this point is basically cosmetic, mm-hmm. I think. So the boom stuff, um, you know, new tripod, it's but it, it shouldn't have it won't that won't have any overall difference, I wouldn't think, on the quality itself.
1: Shouldn't. It's just this yeah. I don't think so either.
0: Yeah, no. so anyway, I know th- I just wanted to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. The things are slightly different at the moment. So if there is a drop in audio quality or anything like that, uh, yeah, that's why. So apologies, but maybe it's totally fine and in which maybe case discard perfect. absolutely everything.
1: Maybe it's more everything. perfect than it ever has
0: been. Maybe it, maybe it is. <laughs> maybe it is because, you know what, you're talking in front. Oh, it's really cool. It's a nice microphone. I like the shape. Yeah. This is nice round, round tube. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool and it's a nice white colour. Except the funny thing is, you've got a white microphone with a black USB cord. Yeah. And I've got a black microphone with a white USB cord. Oh,
1: that's how they blend. Yeah. Like we we still work together.
0: It's colour matching. We're coordinating the microphones. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, we had the wedding on the weekend, which was really nice. Very nice. That was a lot of fun. I had to give a speech. You did? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, not that this is massively, you know, material to the process of us trying to liberate ourselves and the whole, you know, aim of the podcast, what we're recording. But I actually wanted to mention about the speech that I was in front of a microphone and I was actually relatively at home. Hey. Because I think I sit in front of a microphone like this, you know, three to four times a week. Yep. And I reckon that's put me in good stead for doing that kind of stuff. Obviously, really well. there's the nerves and the jitters because you're actually talking right here. It's it's me and you on a couple of cameras, right? And we're not recording live,
1: and it's millions of people. Watching.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when it goes, when it becomes available, yeah, there's oh, there's there's Globalized. most of the globe, most <laughs> of the globe is tuning into the podcast. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, but I think sitting in front of a microphone like this actually helped me. Just holding it and speaking into it, being clear. And I think I found as well, and this is what I've found previously anyway, when I've had to give speeches in front of groups of people, is that you get that- that, you obviously get the butterflies because you you don't want to bomb. You also- you don't want to make a fool of yourself. And the speech that I wrote for my sister had a couple of jokes and gags in it.
1: I would say it was more of a roast.
0: <laughs> she actually said that. I know. She, she's like, I
1: like- <laughs> she messaged
0: me after the fact, and she's like, "Thank you for the speech. It was really lovely. Sometimes it felt like a roast, but <laughs> I could feel the love. I'm like, the love was there. I finished on a couple of really nice stories, anyway. Yeah, a
1: couple. You had more more negatives to say than the
0: positives. No, there were there was they there was positives laced. So the first funny story, I was I started off by saying she was never got into trouble. She was never made a fuss about anything. That was nice.
1: Oh, you were so excited about the speech. You're going to say it again
0: because it was no, such a success. No, I won't. Because everyone
1: kept saying how amazing you did. I
0: did. I got a few laughs too. So. You did. Were they good laughs? they hearty laughs? Yeah. Yeah, good.
1: The, the one in the the one where you locked her in the boot, that story, didn't get anything.
0: Yeah, that one sort of bombed. I had, yeah. to, I had to get rid of that really quickly and move on to the next one. I could tell. It was hard <laughs> it to It was tell. like
1: silence, like crickets. I was like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I know. It. I, I like, don't get know. too far. But I'm like, you- your family would understand. Like Lachlan laughed, and yeah, your, your parents laughed. So that was like, obviously, they were there or they knew. So
0: yeah, I should have finished the story and say oh, I got locked in the boot afterwards. They probably would have laughed, but that's okay. It doesn't uh, matter. Doesn't sure. matter. Doesn't that's matter. Uh, any, anyway, the, the the point is that <laughs> giving a giving a speech in front of a room full of people is really terrifying. It's really daunting, uh, especially when you're delivering your own content as well. So it's not like I'm just reading something that someone else I mean, prepared. And this
1: is our own content.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. What's, yeah. What's your point?
1: You're just saying it's like, is it, is it daunting to share our own content?
0: No, but I'm saying when you're doing it face to oh, face with a room full of people, sure. that's the scary thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was, I was like terrified. I was like thinking, oh my God, I don't want to bomb, I don't want to bomb. And I didn't. But getting up there, what I found like holding the microphone because that's that's like one thing to overcome in itself, right? Is actually speaking into a microphone, looking at the microphone, and that was something that obviously when we started podcasting, you have that experience of the microphone in front of you and you're it's talking. Kind of like- yeah, and you're like <laughs> you're, staring <laughs> you're staring at it, staring it and at you, forget it. you forget you're having a conversation, or you forget what you're doing because okay. you're so busy focusing on <laughs> what's in front of you. It's, funny,
1: it's the funniest and like scariest moment.
0: Yeah, and there's a, there's a there's a guy that I work with. He started a podcast recently with his mate. And that was one of the experiences he had. So, they were doing a whole bunch of tests to get all the audio levels right. We obviously didn't do that. We're just like, fuck it. Let's just go 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 with it and just, you know, it's a process. That was our That's because well, our, our
1: thing was about
0: yeah Yeah. So, for him, it was doing all the audio stuff. It was all fine. And then I was. they actually sat down and recorded an episode for real. And I'm like, how was that experience? And he said, yeah, when well, you sit down and you're like, oh my God. You're looking at the microphone as <laughs> this.
1: <laughs> you just screw up all your words.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's actually one of the reasons too that we don't wear headphones at this point because that can get really distracting, I found.
1: I-, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I was like, this is just what I can't. I can hear you, but I can't really hear. I'm hearing me so loudly to you. And what we're talking about, like it really needs our, like my focus. Yeah. And it's just it's I mean, so
0: distracting. I do, I do. I don't hate the headphones. I mean, the idea with the headphones is you're hearing exactly what everyone else is hearing. So you're, you can speak really softly, but the, what comes through in the headphones is what's going into your microphone. For yeah, me. I get it. So. Yeah. The idea is that everyone is hearing the exact same thing. We're
1: sitting, it gets really hot, and my ears actually yeah, start, start sweating. to hurt, yeah, and they hurt. So they hurt. So I'm like, I don't like the pressure, it, it just hurts, and then I get distracted because of that, and then it's like coming to the end of the conversation, and you're like, oh my God, my ears are so sore, and you just like wrap it up, and you know what I mean? So you just yeah. get that
0: Even if they're loose headphones, it's like some, for some reason, it's like they just get tighter and tighter, and they clamp on your ears more and more and more.
1: Because when, you, when you're when you hot and you're sweating, you, I mean, you expand. Your It's expanding. <laughs> <laughs> Everything just all comes together.
0: Yeah, I, I lo- actually I do like not, not wearing the earphones or the headphones at this point. Yeah, it is it is nice. It's kind of it makes it feel more conversational. It doesn't feel like we're recording a podcast. It's like if it's we're just talking.
1: Necessary anyway.
0: Not I don't a lot of people. Do not, not I mean, a lot of people do do it, but not everyone does it. Like it's it's not paramount. It's not paramount. No. I, I think maybe the other thing that they help you do is they help you stay on top of the microphone levels too. So if sure. there's a difference in your volume, we'll hear it over the headphones, and we'll be able to make those adjustments, right? Because we're not wearing headphones, we don't know that. We're kind of just going through this whole thing on the faith with the faith that everything's right beforehand. So that's the risk we're taking. Well, but trust, that's that's another that's another reason
1: <laughs> to
0: wear to wear the headphones so okay. that you can hear the sound live as you're saying it. Anyway, so. That over having already overcome that sort of microphone fear, because my dad said to me after the fact, he's like, he spoke really well, you were like right at home there in front of a microphone. I'm like, Well, dad, this is what I, I podcast like three or four, like three times a week. Yeah, so I'm and before that, it was five times months. a week, and before that, it was like every single day. Yeah. So it's not you'd something hope that,
1: that you'd have a little bit more of confidence. Standing, sitting in front of it. It's I think poem. I
0: try and, I think I try and stress it because just for anyone listening, you'd probably just take it for granted. you just listen to a conversation. Yeah. But once you put the microphone there, it's a very different story. Oh. So, that's why I just wanted it did, to- It did take just, a
1: little while to kind of get used to it. Yeah. It took a few,
0: um, a week. Then the actual, the actual, like speaking itself, I found, and this is what I found numerous times, to come over those jitters and the, that shaky, that voice wobble.
1: Yeah.
0: Because did I sound like I had a wobbly voice at all or did I just sound confident and like I was- confident. Yeah, Yeah. you you obviously you warm into it once you get going. But what I found the way to get rid of that voice wobble when you speak in front of a group of people is just to increase the decibels, speak louder. If you speak louder, you you're you're coming you're speaking with more strength.
1: (laughs) People are going to do their next like speech or uh, presentation. (laughs) They're going to be yelling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's not yelling. It's just projecting. No,
1: I know. It's just funny.
0: It's just so push speak louder,
1: push the air <laughs> more because all play. the nerves will come up and you start screaming.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I found numerous times to get rid of that voice wobble, and you, you sound confident because you're speaking louder and you're Breathing speaking clearer. Breathing helps too. Breathing obviously helps, you know, But I found when you're more forceful, you're you're projecting more, yeah. you're you pushing can more. Hear
1: yourself, air. so it's yeah.
0: When you when you don't have as much strength behind your voice, all of those little inconsistencies, the wobbles, the nerves, all that comes out. And you can hear it.
1: Totally. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Whereas if you just are like, fuck it, I'm going to just speak and project. Mm. You, it, I don't know, for some reason, that just cancels out that wobble. It gets rid of it. And you sound confident. You can speak clearly. You and you can convince <clears throat>
1: people of anything.
0: Yeah. Right. And obviously, once you. Um, once once you get going with it and and you know if you're trying to tell jokes or whatever once you, you land one then you sort of get a bit more confident oh God, and a bit okay. more comfortable. That worked. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you had an
1: opening opening line that you were kind of like riding on. So
0: yeah, my opening line was a killer. I know, I know it was <laughs> going to go well. Yeah. I knew it was going to go well. It, it had to. Have. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. So. But yeah, I I just wanted to share that because obviously doing the podcast has helped me feel more comfortable in front of a microphone. But then I just wanted to also share that, like projecting that way sort of got rid of a lot of those nerves and jitters I found, which was really nice. So, yeah, no, we had a really lovely weekend. Uh, We spent a bit of money, (laughs) which is nice. And it was guilt-free too because the spending was empowered It was because this is is why I do what I do Mm -hmm. to empower that. And it's always, it's very easy doing it for someone else, but doing it for yourself it's, it can be a different story. So it was, you know, slightly daunting beforehand, just thinking about doing it. But then when we were actually in and spending money, it was like, no, this is great. This yeah. is what, this is what it's for. And
1: it's important yeah, to actually allow the money to go out of your account, to come back, give and receive, you to spend it in order to, I was like, because if it's going to sit there, if it's going to come out anyway, what was what's your quote that you say?
0: Oh, money with nowhere to go is money that soon goes anywhere go. Yeah, that's, so, uh, it'll that's soon go anywhere. That's me. That's Logan. That's we, Logan. We right right want to be
1: in the most, because that's why Logan, uh, we want to be in the most control of where it goes instead of it going nowhere. Yeah. So, we want it to go yeah. somewhere, we can have that control. Yeah. Empowered control.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Channel it because it's going to go. It's going to go anyway. Yeah. Because that's like one of the key things. This is what I say to all my clients too, is that you can- if you just have money accumulating for the sake of accumulating, it's your if it if it doesn't have a purpose besides just existing, well then it's going to kind of plug all your all the holes, all the financial holes that that are inevitably going to burst out of your financial hose pipe. The flow is constant. You find <laughs> the, fl- the financial flow through the pipe is constant, right? But eventually, if you if you don't allow it and give it places to go. It's going to get all backed up inside the pipe and it's going to burst. Yeah. And then that's where the money that's just accumulating in a savings account is going to come in and plug that, right? Mm-hmm. And if you get used to that, if you get used to just plugging those holes, then you're just going to be emboldened with it. And then as the, you know, the holes, you'll maybe allow the holes to get bigger and bigger and which is going to take more and more money to plug. And then before you know it, you've got no savings. So, what that means in a less abstract way is if you've got money accumulating in a savings account and you have no purpose for that savings account, then- what you'll do is maybe you'll go out, right? You might go out friends might you know, me and you might go out for dinner, for instance. And I haven't put enough money in the budget for dinner, right? Or for the dinner that we want. Sure. So, let's say, for instance, our anniversary, we went to 400 Grady mm-hmm. in Mornington. Yeah. It was awesome. It was really nice. Yes. And we spent basically $100. Yeah. Now, I had enough money to cover it, so it was fine. But let's say I'd only budgeted $70 for... Dinner that night, and then it was a hundred. And I went shit. We're thirty bucks out. I did
1: want the arancini balls, but we couldn't afford it. So that's
0: that's being disciplined. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how I I I was
1: talking about. Like that's all I wanted. I was really excited for the arancini balls before. Yeah,
0: right. But they were like forty bucks for the
1: entree.
0: They weren't forty bucks. Anyway, anyway, the point.
1: But I'm just saying, we didn't have enough.
0: Yeah. And so, I'm just saying hypothetically, you know, then I'd say, all right, that that $30 difference, I'll just pull it from the site, sa- take it out of the savings and do it there. So, that's 30 bucks there. Then maybe, uh, you know, in a, a week later or whatever, we're out at the shops, we get a coffee, that's all good, there's money there for that. Then maybe you find a pair of shoes that you really, really want, maybe they're on sale and you're not going to get it again. Maybe we've got 50 bucks left in spending, but the shoes are 80 Okay, there we go. There's another thirty dollars difference. Let's pull that from savings. I've got the savings is just sitting there. I'm not doing anything. I'll just pull it from there. That's fine. Then the next week there'll be something else that'll come up. Maybe you'll need to pull out fifty, and then you just get used to plugging those types of holes like that, or topping up those expenses like that. Before you know it. You've taken two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars out of your savings account in total, right? And money's not going in there. Money is now consistently coming out. Yeah. And then as you sort of just go, oh fuck, like I've already spent two hundred out of it. You know, what's another fifty? Mm-hmm. Oh, look, you know, mm-hmm. you, like you start to become aware of the fact that money's gone out, and then you almost use that how much has already gone out to justify, oh, it's only another fifty. Yeah. It's only an-
1: like anything smaller as well, especially. And
0: yeah. then you, sw- and then you, you switch that mindset around it, and you go, ah, oh, now I know I'm, I'm aware I'm pulling my money out, but it's it's not, so, it's not so bad, and then slowly, 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 you whittle away the contents of that savings account, and then all of a sudden, bang, you've got nothing left. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I mean about the y- your, the plugging the- yeah, you know, yeah. or giving, giving your money somewhere to go so that if you have- or giving your money meaning everything meaning. So, if you're putting money aside in a savings account, what is it for? Yeah. Because the only way you won't spend it is if you know what it's for, what you are spending it for, because perhaps you associate- you associate that thing, that goal of yours with that- with that money. So, you know that if you spend that money, what you're actually spending is that goal. You're reducing your- you're pushing that goal further back, the the achievement of it further and further and further away from you. So, when you have an actual visual associated with your money, then you're going to be less likely to just spend it willy-nilly. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I that's what I've kind of found. So I've made sure the way the way I set up our money is that I like to generally speaking over budget for everything, just so that if there's money left over, it can either accrue and then we'll be totally fine, like week over week, and then you'll get to a point where we've got this massive sum of money that's sitting there that we can do other stuff with, yeah. or over budget so that whatever we don't spend that can go into the savings, yeah. so that at no point is money just coming out of a savings account. Yeah. At no point, money is only going into a savings account. Like that's the that's sort of how I how I st- structure the money that way. Um, so that's that's something for me that's that's sort of really important to put across to to clients is yeah have have that kind of meaning behind your money. And so for us with all like buying the new tech and everything, right? This was the I took this from the house portion of what I've been budgeting. But I've been putting aside money for when we move to not only pay for the move itself which I just found out on the weekend too, is is going to cost us nothing except the petrol of, of, you know, taking things to and from because my dad's got a tow ball on the back of his car and my sister's got a caged trailer, yeah. so that'll be amazing. So, we'll just obviously pay for the petrol for the car and it should only be a handful of trips and we'll have all the big stuff moved, moved. and that'll be great. So, I've been putting aside money for that uh, but also that same fund, that same portion, uh, allocation of the, the account, yes. Is going for the house. Yeah. That's what all the microphone and all the podcast stuff was going to come out of anyway. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, look, I'm going to pay for it either sooner or later. Yeah. I don't need a huge, I don't need a massive portion of the money there for the house. I don't need it anyway for probably another six weeks. Yeah. So let's just do it now. We're going to do it anyway. It's going to come from the exact same spot, and we had money there. So that's 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 what we did. Yeah. You know, well, so because we
1: can't get more at the moment because we have nowhere to put it. We have nowhere to no. put the house stuff. So, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to actually fill more like, our room up or under the house because there is no room for more stuff. So, when we get into the house, we'll unload everything and we'll see what we need and we'll have a better idea and then we'll go to the shop and then fill it there. So, you can just take it straight home yeah. <laughs> instead of here, have it in boxes, not enjoy it for another six weeks or a month. I don't want don't to I hate know. getting
0: excited about something and then not being able to touch it. Yeah. And it does like, clog the space my up. Was-
1: I miss the washing yeah. machine. Yeah, so weird. I miss cleaning it. It's really <laughs> weird, like putting it on the hot. It's just, it's just so satisfying because it feels and it smells delicious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is, it is one of those things, isn't it? Where that just what you take for granted. Yeah. I mean, you, the cliche of you don't know what you have until it's gone. So it's good, Yeah. You know, that's that's just a classic thing, but it, it's so true. It is really true. I, I miss having, I, I miss just having empty space. Yeah. You're like having a room with just what that room I don't needs. Have
1: to trip over cords and stools and like anything that's on the f- in the room, which is like everything our home is in this
0: room. Because now you're boxing up, starting to box up some of the stuff that's in the bedroom. Yep. So that it's just ready for the move. Yeah. So once obviously things are a go and we get the keys, you can start taking stuff over there while I go to work, and then I'll take a couple of days off work and, and move the bigger stuff. So that's, I'm really excited for that. But yeah, obviously, you're starting to go through that process of boxing everything up now, and then those boxes have to go somewhere. Yeah. So well, I'm
1: trying to like make it, I mean, they're already in the corner, so you can't really see them. But oh. I've taken out, what was there previously? Oh, the baby stuff. No, what was Yeah, it we had cl- baby stuff in the corner stuff, before. Yeah, but
0: before that, we had like a cat climber, to cat do the new clothes climber. basket. That's, why she's, that's gone out. Yeah.
1: And now there's room there. We can just move to the whole room. <laughs> Side, But it's okay because there's still a lot of room there. Yeah. So, I can keep keep going.
0: It's a handy. We utilize the corners of this bedroom very well. <laughs> like we're doing right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> We've, yeah, I'm so excited. We've identified, we have identified the room in the house that we're moving into that we're going to set up. Yeah. And the really cool thing about this is that because I have a camera trained on me, you have a camera trained on you. And then we just do a split screen. It ultimately doesn't matter where we sit. Yeah. Or how we can pretty much, we, we have... Our own like infinite possibilities. And
1: what for, do you mean, like
0: for just how we set the room up, how we want to sit, and how we want to place ourselves? I'd probably in use it.
1: a different table, a smaller table. If we, we could, could. We because this is just such a space. I don't. It just takes up so much space.
0: Well, what we could actually do because we've got the boom arms, we will have them. Yeah. we could sit in the moon chairs.
1: That's right.
0: We literally could sit in the moon chairs, have a tripod on you, a tripod on me, and just have a. Um, a bench or something, just something beside us to clip the boom arms yeah. to. Oh,
1: well, we'll need a cupboard in there anyway, or some kind of storage unit for, for that anyway, in the room, because we're going to need storage to put the, the microphones yeah. or anything in
0: there. So, no, that's it. We it's don't even stupid. need, we don't necessarily need to sit at a desk. We don't need to. We can do, we can play it's very it sort of how we want. Episode. It is, it's kind <laughs> of a bit of everything at the moment. I, I haven't, I had, actually, no, I didn't have a client this morning, but I did have a good chat about. Uh, a financial situation that a person was current- was going through. Yeah, a friend of ours, and that was a really that was a really good experience actually because it wasn't a a client where I was doing providing my service, mm-hmm. and I said that to her. I'm like, I asked her at the start, "What do you what do you need from this conversation?" Because you talk to her more than I do. Yep. So you mentioned to her because I think no, she said to you that she was going through a bit of a. She was time. just about
1: her finances,
0: and you you said that this is kind of what I do. So then I messaged her and said, "Hey, do you want to have a chat?" Yeah. And we had a chat this morning. It was really good. And I'm like, "Look, I'm not going to try and sell you on what I do, but what is it that you actually want out of this discussion?" Yeah. And it was it was probably more so just just sitting there brainstorming, you know, having a, a different ear, listen yeah. to the situation, and provide you know, a more perhaps objective view on it and and not necessarily alternative because maybe everything I said, she'd already thought about, but it's just hearing that from someone else else, right? and just getting that perhaps reassurance or maybe there were a few nuggets in there that she hadn't considered before. And it was just, it was really, it was fun being in that role of not, I'm not giving you my service, but I'm just lending an ear because that's not something that I generally would say is my strong suit. Uh, because I get really nervous with the probably more of that type of counselling role, because that was almost more. I felt like that was actually almost more financial counselling as opposed to providing that service.
1: But it is part of your service, the way you because it is what you do. I know your um, your product is different to your service. Your product is the spreadsheet. Your service is helping to empower someone in their financial situation. Yeah, that's that's like. Pretty much financial counsel in a way. You don't have to tell them what to do, but you you're listening. The counsel is pretty much to listen and to guide them to empowerment and to that feeling confident about their uh, their money and their their relationship with money and their situation. That's what you did, and you did a really good job. So I was listening. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, no, because you 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 do that anyway with clients. I don't think you even know. You say you're not good at it. Like you do. You're very good at talking to people, having conversation. Because people love talking to you you love talking so of course that's a strong suit mm. so if you think that counseling isn't like yeah probably for emotional and mental needs yeah different no, definitely story. not financially, <laughs> yeah, financial that, yeah financial mentality and financial emotion like all of that relating to finance you understand very well because you had first-hand experience with
0: it and it's it's numbers right it's numbers and it's it's hard it's hard objective reality it's not yeah. it's not subjective your interpretation perspectives yeah. yes there's a mindset and there is a perspective to apply to your financial, financial situation mindset. your yeah. own experience and your own goals are going to determine how you prioritize your money management mm-hmm. and that's that's why I sort of said to her as well I'm like if we're going to talk about prioritization I can tell you what I would do I can tell you things to cons- that I would consider yeah. that I because it's, it's all it's all sort of an equation when it comes to how to manage your money. Yeah it's what what are you factoring into your decision making when it comes to doing do I do I spend my money like this do I use my savings account more do I go and and use my employment income for this thing how do I want to uh, balance my future goals with my current circumstance you know how do I focus where's my where's my finance all that is they're really massive difficult questions to answer mm-hmm. but it's about trying to figure out a way to break them down yeah. so that there isn't this, there isn't a massive overwhelm. And I, that's what i try to sort of do, break them, break everything down into a you know, baseline, you know, these these basic sort of ideas, yeah. fundamentals, and say, this is, this is the situation, let's simplify it. This is the simple, the simple elements of your situation packaged sort of in front of you from what I'm, what I'm hearing. Yeah. And I think that, I think that did really help. Uh, and, you know, I, I am sort of good at that. I'm good at being able to identify those simple elements and nuances of the situation and then create, use those as inputs to create a solution or to create options.
1: Well, you've been doing it. My, my mother's vacuuming, so yeah, I don't think she knew that we we're podcasting. Right. <laughs> I don't think that we we're finished. Um, so, yeah, you've had first-hand experience. That's why you're good at it. That's why you know it. I don't know financial mindset like you do. Because you've managed our money for the last five years. You've been you've been more interested in it as well. You've been learning about it. You listen to podcasts and that. You've learned a lot. And I've learned more of the emotional stuff, mental stuff, just for personal growth. It's very different. You've had that first-hand experience. That's why you know how to do it. And you can, and because you enjoy it, that's the that's the plus. That's the bonus. Because you enjoy doing it. You will sit there and be creative with someone and listen to them and say, what else can we do? Mm. How else can we go about this? And what do you need from me? And like, cause you're genuinely in it. You're not just doing it cause it's your job. Mm. You're just, you're doing it cause you genuinely care. Well, it's and like, it's very important as well.
0: I just see it as a problem. Like it's not, not, a, not a problem as in the negative thing, but it's a problem for, to be solved. To be solved. Yeah. You know, that's, and that's, that's it, right? Yeah. What are the inputs? How creative can you be with, with everything that you take into consideration? And that's, that's part of what I've built up my own awareness of that over through experience of going, what factors into your financial decision-making. And I think a big part for me that I've learned to factor in, that you have to factor in, that the, what just quickly, what the vacuum could do. So, there's a noise reduction preset on this. So, when neither uh, of us are talking, it could be silent. Sure. But while we're talking, it, it that noise reduction sort of goes out the window. So, it could be picking up that vacuum sound as I'm okay. talking, which could have this really irritating echo. So, if that's happening, there's nothing I can really do about it Unless at this they point. Unless say yell out. Well, don't or worry she about it. Hear. You know, she's not going to hear. <laughs> no. But anyway, if that's minute, happening, that's it's why. It's one of
1: those handheld ones that only lasts like fifteen minutes. <laughs>
0: minute. <laughs> it, yeah, they cost fifteen hundred bucks, and it's like a hundred dollars per minute is basically what you get out of it.
1: And I think everyone, it's the yeah. d- Dyson handheld,
0: hmm.
1: and it's like, yeah, oh my god, it's so efficient, and so it's so easy to use, and it's you know, but it sucks because it just sweeps up the. Yeah. Anyway, um,
0: we're not going to talk about the vacuum. That's fine. I, know,
1: but, but I reckon people would really understand. that. <laughs> <laughs> I find
0: it annoying. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Go on. Uh, so, yeah. uh, what was up? No, what was I saying? So, uh, yeah, that's sorry. That's what I was saying. The thing, one of the, the key things that I think gets forgotten a lot of the time when it comes to approaching your money is you, the the mental side of things. Yeah, is you know you can look at the financial reality of your situation and say this is what I can afford. This is what I can't afford. In order to be able to afford this, this is how much I need to bring in. Yeah, you know it's not that difficult to create a budget. Right. If you know how to do it, if you, you know if you if you understand, if you've been shown before how to do it, doing the the, the forecasting and the planning, it's it's not that you know, it's not that big a difficulty, right? Mm-hmm. This is a lot of what's in my service is I provide the education and the understanding of how to create it, but then how to get creative with budgeting, because it's 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 you know your a one size fits all? it's it's not a one size fits all, right? You can break an eighty dollar bill a monthly bill down into twenty dollars out of each paycheck. For the for four weeks, and then you've got the eighty dollars there. But it might actually be better for your situation if you pay that eighty dollars in t- in full yeah. on the fourth week, and then free up the extra money in the meantime. You know, you maybe it's better for you to pay nothing for for two weeks, and then pay forty and forty. Yeah. You know, like but Budget. there that's it's yeah. but that's it, right? It's budgeting. It's not it's not you know there's not one way to go about doing it. There's well, everyone's one.
1: situation's different.
0: Yeah. So uh, yes, the, at the end of the day, you, you know you'll have to pay the eighty dollar bill, but there might be times in your circumstance where you need to free up as much money as possible now right and how do you how do you know how much you can free up now uh without jeopardizing your bills like your financial obligations in the future and that's where my forecast really comes in that i've developed that's that's where that comes into its own i love doing that with with my clients because that's where you can genuinely get creative with forecasting so, it helps you be creative with how you think about money now, but it, it helps you get creative with moving your money around for the future and planning. So, anyway, that's sort of me plugging my service a little bit, but <laughs> when it comes to forecasting and the money and those sorts of hard hard facts and hard realities to face, it's, it's like, you know, that's just the way it is. But then what we forget about a lot of the time is that the mental aspect of that, the emotional- the emotional connection that we have with our current situation and circumstance. And so, if we're just focusing on can I afford it, can I not afford it, I can't afford it yet, let me save up and I'll go and do it, or I've got money in a savings account because I want to go on a trip in you know overseas in, in a year's time, uh, I'm going to sacrifice everything in the present moment so that I can meet some goal of mine in the future. Well, one of the issues that I, I've, I've found for myself with f- focusing so much on Having money in the savings account, or or restricting myself from spending in the in the in the short term or in the present, was that I was sacrificing everything of now. I was everything now was being sacrificed, mentally and so emotional. mentally and emotionally, it was wearing me out. I, I was getting really stressed. We were both getting really stressed. We were yeah, both getting really run unhealthy. down <laughs> because it's like I I don't feel like I can do anything now. And when you feel when you feel that that constriction, when you feel confined like that, you, and you're feeling weighed down by, by by your money in the present moment, you don't- it, it's not conducive to high morale, to feeling good, to really feeling like you're able to utilise the moment to the present moment to the best of its op- potential, yeah. right? And so, for me, I found the real important thing is to balance that present with the future as best as possible, right? Everyone's situation is going to be different, but fi- striking that balance between spending now and then not spending so you can save, so you yeah. can spend f- later, finding that balance is really important. And so, taking into account the mental side of your life when you're making your financial decisions is really really important. That's and what that's I That's what you
1: did. That's what you did for her
0: today. Yeah, I sat down and I brought that up. Yeah. It's a key thing. Yeah. What's going to help you feel better? We have this option here and this option here. Well, let's say we have two options. Now, these are the pros and cons of that option. That's the pros and cons of that option. Yeah. So, okay, that's great. We can weigh all that up. Now, the thing you've also got to consider is which one feels better? Yeah. Which one is going to have you feeling you more empowered, yeah. right? As you're, as, you're utilize, as you're perhaps implementing that option, are you going to feel better in your head about it? Are you going to approach your, your present moment with all of the, you know, as much power as you can, as you can have. Or are you going to approach it with stress? Are you going to have the strain? Are you going to be thinking, I shouldn't be doing this? Are, are you going to be, you know, really worrying and, and putting that on yourself? You
1: just waste time doing that. Mm. Just waste. It. It's like, how do I want to utilize my time? And also, we only have the present moment. So the present moment is very, very important, and it's very, it's crucial that we know and we are present conscious and aware sorry aware of how we are in the present moment so why you have to do those check-ins with yourself every now and then and you're like well how, how do I feel right now and that really can shift the trajectory of your next moment of the next present moment which is which can change That's why it's like you can create your reality you can create your future by changing how you or just change your direction by pivoting in the present moment it's not pivoting later it's not pivoting you know, in your head, it's not, it's pivoting right now with action. How am I, how do I want to move? How do I want to be? I don't feel good right now. Okay. Well, is there a way that I can feel better? Is there a way that I can fix this? And what, what, what thoughts am I having? You know, like usually we're all worried about how we're, you know, know, like with meditations, like on and off, on and off, like not really. I, I think it's only been a day or something. So I've been like oh damn it damn it like I've missed I've missed a day because so I've got my app and it tracks the days and I hate when it's like oh you just now got on one consecutive day and you miss I'm like oh my gosh it's like really annoying but I'm like okay well why don't I just try again I'm just gonna just try again in the present moment I'm just gonna try again and that just changes and and not like saying no I will I like putting that force and pressure and intensity it's like. I'm just going to try again with love and compassion that softens you into that moment, and being like, okay, how do I want to? How do I want to go about this financial situation? How do I want to move my money around? How do I want to feel better right now about where I'm at? How can I be? How can I accept my reality where it is right now? And that that, that present moment is so important because we only have it. We don't have we don't have the future. We create it. So if we're stressed now, we're going to be stressed in the future. If we're going to be stressed now for that thing. We're going to be stressed at that thing. gonna. That's just how it works. It's that energy. That's an energy match. And I've realized that. It's like when you are anticipating an event or a goal, and you're like, oh, okay, no, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. But you're not doing anything to create, to make sure that everything goes right, that you're loving it. And, you're, and it's like, but I'm worried about this. And you have these little things. No, it's going to sort itself out. You just kind of leave it to the universe just to kind of deal with. So it's like that avoidance. You tend to actually create that problem eventually because you're not, it's for you to deal with. It's for you to make sure that you feel good about every element of that goal, of that financial goal, of that emotion, whatever it is that you're kind of putting into the future.
0: And that, that totally gets into that. Yeah, if you want something to be different, if you want something to be a certain way, don't wait for a certain thing to occur before you go about creating that.
1: It's a trick we play on ourselves.
0: Once this future time hits, once this mm, thing once happens, then in, it's going to be better. Once we do Once things. we, yeah. Like, I mean, and even this, right? This was this for, you know, this setup, yeah. right? Yeah. Once we move in, then I'll get all the gear. It's like, why? Why, why wait? Why should we have to wait? I'm going to, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Why not do it? Why want to do it right now while we can? what happens we if can. we move
1: in and we can't and there's there's more important things we need to more important things on the priority list. Yeah, exactly. Or something breaks and we have to fix it or like, that's the thing. It's like, you don't know between now and the next moment, anything is possible. That's why saying I'm going to like sacrifice the present and sacrifice, you know, I'm just going to work really hard for five years for, and then, you know, I'll be able to do this and like and then sacrifice it's okay that i'm not happy it's okay i'm just i have to do the work i have to you know, pushing yourself and, and sacrificing joy and sacrificing ease that it doesn't work you're just going to create more of it that's not going to have all of that energy you're going to be exhausted by the time you get there it's, it's going to be five years and you're going to be like i'm really tired but i still have to keep going because i haven't like i've met it but now what
0: and this isn't to promote this sort of hedonistic pleasure-seeking lifestyle where, mm-hmm. you know, you're just, you're just living for the pleasure in every moment. The whole The whole point is to balance between now and the future, right? It's not to say that do you sacrifice, sacrifice the future then, okay? If, if you're sacrificing the present too much, then stop sacrificing the present, sacrifice the future. It's like, no. Can you find a way to minimise how much of both you have to sacrifice? Yeah. Yes, I, Thomas Sowell, there's no solutions, there is only trade-offs. And so, what is the trade-off for- Willing to- the, that's that's right, you know. You can't have your cake and eat it too, because if you ate the cake, there's no cake left to have, right? So you, you, there is a yeah, balance that needs to be struck between the two. Absolutely. And that's why I really aim to try and hit that balance. I try and aim to work with people, with clients to find that right that balance that's right for them. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, you might have a goal that's going to require your dedication over five years, but t- does not mean that over that five years, absolutely everything has to go towards that goal. You can potentially be meeting that goal. You could meet that goal so comfortably that you can enjoy every single bloody moment of that five years you know
1: despite it being difficult as well you can really enjoy the hard times because they are the most rewarding and i know that sounds like really weird but if you listen to our podcast you know that every time we go through a hard time it's really hard but when you know that it's temporary and you know that you're moving through and you're aware of it you're like i know what all this is for and it's gonna be so rewarding and i'm grateful right now for my dedication to it and you change that energy from pain to that oh, what's that um, uh, from pain to satisfaction? I guess, and even even though it hurts, it's like when you work out and you're like, oh, the burn's so good. It's like that. It's like it, the burn will be so good. And sometimes, oh, sometimes it's not so good. But we have to trust and have faith and know that which is the hardest part. That it's, it. it
0: means something. That, that it's, worth actually, something, it's worth something. That you're working towards that it. You're
1: working towards it. That it is. That this was part of the journey to get there. Look how much crap we've been through. Everyone goes through, everyone has their story. And you we go through it with now, it's a lot easier when something hard's like, okay, it's just hard at the moment. And that's okay. Because over the how, how many years that we've had really hard times, in the beginning, when the first bombshell hit us, we didn't know when it was going to end, if it ever ended. And it was really hard to shake. And then it, it finally ended, you know, for a little bit there. And then something else hit. And I'm like, okay, well, if that ended, which felt impossible, surely, surely this is the same thing. Okay, you know what? Let's move through it. What do we need to do? And it got a little bit easier to manage those hard decisions, to to kind of work through all those situations, to make that, that future even come earlier. You know, that that moment that you think it's going to take this amount of time it might not take five years unless it's not unless it's a scheduled like study thing or a work thing. But if it's just a goal that you've put a, a time frame on, that time frame can be cut in half. There are so many other options that we can do when we ease the pressure and the stress in the moment and the, the pain in a way of accept, gratitude and acceptance that changes the energy of that, that moment. And, and you actually start to see all the little blessings that happen along the way. Because you're you're living in the present, you're you're more conscious and aware of why you're doing it. There's more fulfillment in when you wake up because you know that that's that's what, you've got your sights set on that goal and, and that whatever it is that you're you're working toward, It feels so much sweeter. And you're and it, and it, it gets like it's okay to actually you start to feel like oh it's okay to that's a little bit hard because I I knew it was going to be hard. Like we knew we knew things were going to be really hard for us over the last year. We knew that but we we're like okay we know that let's just buckle up and find gratitude work through it find ways to be you know in the moment so look it's it's we're totally fine you
0: know yeah I mean, for now for now <laughs> Yeah, so that that's right and if just makes to, sense. just yeah it does and to quickly get back to uh, what we we're sort of saying just before about yeah, bring bring the future situation that you want into where you are now and it's, it's- if you want to make change, make change now. Like, that's something that we absolutely learned was, you know, how many times, you know, have, were we waiting for some future circumstance to happen before we started doing something or before we looked at something in a certain way or, you know, things aren't going to get better just because some external cir- circumstances changed. Mm. Not necessarily, not necessarily, you know. If you're waiting for for something to happen, what, what if it doesn't? What if it never does, you know? And, and then you've been waiting the whole time, well, yeah. you know, it, it's like I'm if like like- you've identified a positive change, if you've identified something that is going to be beneficial and you feel good and you feel compelled to do it, start it, just start it now or start elements of it, you know, maybe you can't do the whole thing. Maybe you are limit- limited situationally, Yeah. but what can you do, you know, that's going to get you towards the, that type yeah. of thing? moving towards that type of thing you know for us our current situation doesn't really feel like we can go and do you know full-blown workouts and exercise and get into proper routines because we're in a very limited space we don't really have a i don't there's not really a good place here to mm-hmm. specifically exercise but what can we we can go out and go for walks yeah. and then on the walks as well if we feel like it we can stop off and do some body weight things yeah. you know so it's like we might not be doing. I might might not be doing the exercise that I want to be doing, but I'm still exercising, and so it's still feeling good. And there's still ways of doing it, and it's implementing that now, so that in the future, you know, we actually already have that routine in place. We already feel good. We're feeling better about ourselves in the present, but we've cr- we're creating the habit that we want to have in the future. We're creating that now, bringing it forward, and then well, when we when we're in a different situation, <laughs> in a different space, then we all we have to do is just. Then we can introduce and implement the practices that we actually wanted to be doing here. But if we had have been sitting here this whole time and just saying, oh, "When we're in, when we're in the new house, then, then we'll, we'll be able walks, to do it. Then, then we'll go on we'll do it." It's like, no, we know that it's beneficial for us now. So yeah. let's bring that exercise forward and start it now. See,
1: how how can we do it? Yeah, like I go for walks with Mushu. And he's really good on the lead now, so he doesn't pull. So it's not frustrating anymore. But when I'm doing my squats and stuff, he knows and he's just like because he's off the lead on the oval and he'll just walk around and sometimes when I'm squatting or doing yoga, he sits next to me and he's just like, I'll just wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nice that he's just there. I'm like, yeah, you know, and or he does goes and does his thing. So it's like it's a lot easier to do it when you're not stressed. Like I'm, I'd am i be stressed to have him off lead. I'm always like looking up and worrying if he's gone away, if he's – that, he, he feels that stress and that energy. It's like – I don't want to have that in my head anymore because when we're in the other or the next house, I need to like, well, this is, is why I trained him actually. That's why I trained him on the um, on the lead properly because in I'm going to be in my third trimester when we're in the new house. Now he needs to not pull. I'm going to be <laughs> – I, I have to take him for walks because we don't have that much space. So for me to be in my third trimester and having him – I'm like I was just dreading, dread, dreading it, dreading walking him the way he was I'm like there has to be a better way to train him so what did I do I just started now I started now to just train him and he's so much better and I'm actually enjoying I actually want to take him for walks now because it's pleasant Mm -hmm. and it's fun and it's easy so, and it's actually, I can actually have a nice walk and not being like, oh my God, stop pulling, stop pulling, stop pulling. Because every time I get agitated, he gets more agitated. Yeah. And it's like, we just yeah. feed off each other's energy. I'm like, I mean, it's a shit walk and that's how it's been for a very long time. Sometimes I didn't even take him for a walk. I'm like, I just can't do it. I can't do it again. But I'm like, well, obviously there's another way. YouTube, surely there is someone on there who can teach. Because mm. I'm like, they were talking about those like muzzles, a certain... Um, lead that goes around his nose and, and I'm like I just don't want to I, I want him to walk beside me because he wants to I don't want to have this thing where I'm torturing him for a walk and he's in pain the whole time or you know what I mean I just don't want something else to be guiding both of us mm-hmm. I want to I want to have a good relationship with him and I want him to trust me and I want to trust him on a walk and that's what I learned and he's brilliant now and so now when I'm gonna I'm that all that stress has eased for the future already. Yeah, I'm not even in the house. I'm not in my third trimester yet. And I'm already feeling better that that is sorted because that was one of my biggest worries.
0: Yeah, so, for sure. You know, and, that's that and then even even going forward from that, once the baby's born, and then you're taking him for a walk, and you're pushing a pram, and pushing the pram. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's it. It, it. it is just sort of starting them now, sucking it up, identifying what it is that you like for the future, and starting to implement elements of it now that you can be doing. Because that's that's something for they're us. Not big that,
1: things. Usually no. they're the smallest things.
0: I just wanted to bring up because we'll we'll wrap up. Uh, we'll wrap up in a sec. I just wanted to mention. So at work the other day, uh, one of the guys was talking about his financial situation. And he's like, oh, I'm broke. I need, like, I need to pick up more shifts you know, so I can you know, have more money to do things. I was like, I can help you. Because I've, I've had a, I've spoken to him before about um, like sort of jokingly being like, I'm going to rope you in. I'm going to reel you in. <laughs> You're going to be one of mine soon. Uh, and he's like, I don't, no, no, I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. Anyway, and then the other day I was like, yeah, I can help you. And he's like, I actually might. Uh, I might actually need your help. I'm like, yeah, great. No worries. Um, I composed a text message. Pretty yeah. much because I haven't, I haven't really explained a massive amount to him specifically about what it is that I actually do, what I'm about, and what's involved, and so I crafted. T- I got his number and I crafted a text message to send him that sort of went through as, in as brief as brief sort of dot pointed form as possible. What I do, what I'm about, what he can expect, what I don't do, mm-hmm. uh, and h- how to be successful with what I do do. Yeah. And I said that to him, I don't think, I haven't actually spoken to him about it since I messaged him because I said, basically, the ball's in your court. I'm not going to chase you. Yeah. I, this is, I'm telling you right now, this is what I do. You're aware of it. I've texted you. You've got that information. It's up to you now. I'm not going to chase you up. Something that I've, <clears throat> I've learned to back off on people with because I think, to be honest, it's probably actually a, a trust thing for me is that, I know this is really great, but they're not having the faith that people are going to want it, and so me going out of my way to follow it up and be Making like it trying to make it happen. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm not going to do that anymore because I identify that that is something that I could very easily fall into. Mm-hmm. So That's an old habit, anyway. Yeah, an old habit of it's almost like a micromanaging thing. Yeah, like not trusting that either they're going to do everything exactly the way I do it when I give them the the service, provide the product, uh, or yeah, or even at all getting the actual process started. If I go up to them and I instigate, then I know what the situation- I'm trying to take charge of the situation. But it's the client. It's their situation and their money. Give
1: them back their power. Give them their
0: power (laughs) to come to me. And I say, this is what I do. I've armed you with the knowledge of of what it is that I can do for you. Now, it's up to you as to whether or not you want to reach out and, and, you know, grab onto that rope. So, I just sent him the text and left it with him. But- in the, in the meantime, in the process, I actually more or less created that message is a very good prototype for the PDF itself and I didn't, I didn't even intend for that to happen. Right. Yeah. So, that PDF I keep talking about beforehand, uh, the, the the listener that provided some really good advice and, and guidance on resources yeah. and ways that I can go about creating that pre-content. Yeah. And so, I'm really- keen. I haven't been able to get into that. I haven't had any time to go forward with it. There's a few other things I've still got to actually do, which are quite pressing to do with actually the house we're moving into and, and energy stuff. But uh, I haven't gotten to that yet. So, hopefully tonight I'll do that. And then sort of getting to the back half of this week, I want to really look at what I can do for that pre-first pre, pre first consult um, content. But you've pretty much but written it up. I've basically written the prototype for it up in that text message. So, it was, again, it was funny how I was stressing so much about it for such a long time and then it pretty much just naturally happened anyway yeah. it sort of just fell into my lap while I was doing that and it, it was really a,
1: and it was really succinct. as you were reading it I'm like this would be a this is exactly what he needs to put on his pdf yeah that's it just that the, the, the sim- you've just simplified all those pages that you wrote <laughs> yeah <laughs> the three or four full pages that you wrote yeah you've just simplified it and that's exactly what goes into that pre- um, that pre message for the person.
0: Yeah, and I mean it was just it's text message length. Yeah. I think it goes into MMS because it's slightly longer, but it's just text message length. Yeah. You know. So. But that's all
1: it is for the initial. That's all that all the information is in there. Everything yeah. they need, and then if they have any questions, then you elaborate. Yeah. So that's probably. it was probably- good for you to write all of that down anyway, because yeah. now you can answer all of that and know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I mean, because I can, if there's someone who's a potential who wants to know a bit more, I can send them that. Yep. just maybe fill it out a little bit more, put a little bit more in it uh, and send it off. And if then if they like I and they really want to go forward right. with it, then I also, there's more that I still want to give before the first session though. There's more things that it would be because that's more about what I do and what to expect. Yeah. So if they say, okay, I'll know what you do. I know what to expect now. I want to go forward. Then I want to have something to give to them. Sure. That's just going to give them a bit more information that we'll they can. The then yeah.
1: Do the same thing for your services.
0: Yeah. So I yeah, that's something I'll probably look uh, look at getting into perhaps in the, in the second half of this week, going into the weekend. So we'll see. It is something I'm really keen to get on top of, but for the time being, it's just nice that it, things sort of still feel like they are moving in a natural, organic way. Like I'm not forcing anything. So yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, is there definitely. anything else you wanted to quickly add before we finish up? And it was a it kind of was a bit of a miscellaneous episode today.
1: Yeah. We're going to call it probably the miscellaneous episode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The episode with a bit of everything, but mostly finance stuff, money stuff. I'm not sure. But anyway, we'll leave it there. If you enjoyed the conversation that we had today, please, please uh, like and subscribe to whatever platform it is that you're listening to us on. That would help us out a lot. Also, share us around with family and friends if you feel like they would resonate with anything that we've spoken about or if you think that that actually just appreciate the podcast and the show and pretty much what we're doing here, what we're building here. We, we seem to be getting more more listeners and more downloads every episode. It's a little bit fun. So, things are slowly, slowly seem to be growing, which is nice. Like I, We haven't wanted to try and force ourselves out there and force things to, to sort of happen. We're yeah. just letting it happen naturally, letting it build naturally. So uh, As we
1: are in our process
0: that's exactly right. You know, <laughs> we're not trying to artificially boost numbers by doing all this advertising yeah. stuff. It's it's not what it's about. So, I mean if if you listening appreciate what what we do here and you share it around, that's kind of how we're organically growing. So, Thank that you. would that would mean a lot to us if you if you did sort of share us around. Uh, but if not, yeah, just, just uh, like, subscribe. That'd be great. If you wanted to get in touch with us and continue the conversation or add your two cents, uh, your perspective, share what you're about, or if you want to get in touch and see what I can do for you financially, if you like what you're hearing and you're interested, we don't have to go, any- you know, go anywhere necessarily. There's no obligations, but we can have a chat and see if it's right for you. And you can get in touch with me or us at itppc@protonmail.com. at Or you can direct message me on Instagram at logan.d.gray. And you can direct message yours on Instagram at yozha.gray as well. All those links are in the description in the show notes. So, check them out if you're interested. Uh, But if not, thank you very much for listening. I love you. I love you. Let's have a blessed day.
1: Yes.